Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams, and I'm Director of Ministry Relations for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Well, folks, you know this all too well. As a matter of fact, I think we have to talk about it um, a lot of times when we don't want to talk about it, but it's something that we need to. And we hear about it far too often. And with names like Jeffrey Epstein and, and Ghislaine Maxwell in the news for so long now, it can seem like the nightmares of sex trafficking are just from the rich and famous, the, the, those who are fulfilled and wealthy in, in worldly kind of ways, in that powerful kind of way. But the sad reality is that it happens every day right here in our own backyard. Each year, more than $23.5 million in taxable revenue is generated at illicit massage, business, massage businesses in Fairfax County. The trauma from sex slavery has a devastating effect on survivors, and Reset 180 exists to prevent, disrupt, and help these folks, give them a good future. And so we're grateful for all of that. But it not only helps the, the, the victims and the survivors, but they also reach out to to those who would buy sex. So Reset 180 has rebranded their organization this year with a new vision for the future that includes a new housing center for, for survivors, excuse me. And certainly we want to talk about all of that and much, much more. And of course, you know the drill. Here to get us started and to introduce our guest for the day is my buddy, my good friend, my co-host of Good News for the City, um, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. It's good to see you, my friend. God bless you, buddy. Thanks, my friend. And can I say a little early, Happy New Year. I think that all of us uh, will be Amen. at some level Amen. joyful to see 2020 in the rearview mirror of our life. But just because oh 2020 has been different and 2020 has been challenging and we've learned all kinds of new words, we have to say a lot like pivot, flexible, things like that, uh, doesn't mean that God has not still been doing amazing things. You see, yes, we know this, yes. we talk about this all the time, that the gospel is not impeded by small things like COVID. And I don't want to belittle COVID whatsoever, but little things are going through. But in comparison to the God of the universe, who loved us enough to send us Jesus Christ to save us from our sins, and as Colossians says, Jesus holds the world together in his hands, he's got this under control. And there's been lots of things that's been happening right here in the Washington metro area during 2020 to prove that. One such example is what we're going to talk about today, the organization Reset 180, and we have the executive director, Kay Duffield, here with us. Uh, Kay, welcome back to the show. I know you've been on before, and we've certainly talked about your ministry that you have the opportunity to lead before. For people who are longtime listeners of the show, they probably remember you. If they don't, I want to give them just a little bit about who you are. Um, Kay began her anti-trafficking work on the streets of Chiang Mai, Thailand, uh, while working there with survivors of sex trafficking. She introduced them to the love and the compassion of Jesus, while also providing resources for freedom. Now, upon her return to the United States in 2012, she discovered that human trafficking was also a growing problem in her own community. So she was invited to join a new anti-trafficking grassroots movement that had started in Loudoun County, Virginia. And in 2014, she became the executive director of that movement. She's been active with the Northern Virginia Human Trafficking Task Force since 2012, though. Uh, she started monthly multidisciplinary team meetings to fulfill the needs of survivors in the Northern Virginia area. Kay, I love this, how you describe it. She is a nana, mother, 
wife and modern day abolitionist. That is a, I love that. That's a Twitter bio. That is a, an epitaph. That's all kinds of stuff right there. I, I love that. Amen. Uh, and she believes, uh, as we do right here on the show, that Jesus is the answer to everything, specifically in her area of ministry, to ending human trafficking. She passionately calls the church to rise and engage in this local anti-trafficking battle. Kay, good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining the show. Brian, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be back with you. And I just want to say um, an early Happy New Year to everyone that's listening. Yeah. Well, Kay, you know, I had forgotten, by the way. Let me just jump in real quick, Brian. Yeah. Um, I had forgotten when I read when I read this again on your bio that you had started over in the in Thailand. And that kind of perked my interest because my wife and I did work um, in Bangkok, Thailand for two years um, with the sex trafficking. And we met some folks over there, uh, uh, a ministry called Nightlight. And, um, we talked with the the ladies over there and helped them. And so, uh, it just kind of perked my, my interest a little bit. I think I knew that, but I had forgotten. So God bless you for everything you've done. Oh, well, thank you. That's exciting to hear somebody else who's worked in Thailand, you know, um, that that being my introduction to what sex trafficking looks like, yeah. I can tell you that it looks completely different here in the United States. And yes, so many yes. people do believe, still believe. I, I'm actually shocked when I meet people that, that think it's only overseas when it is a growing, continues to be a growing problem here. So I, I'm so happy that this um, show can raise awareness with the community. So thank you. Amen. Now, Kay, as I mentioned, you've been on the show before, but maybe someone's like, I, I don't remember Reset 180. So I'm going to kind of reset their thought. Um, yeah. You've just this year going through a new vision and rebranding. Reset 180 was formerly known as Nova HTI or Northern Virginia Human Traffic Initiative. That may connect That's with right. people. They are the same thing, in fact. So uh, talk about that just for a second, if you would, about the vision behind maybe the rebranding, where you've come from, why you've done it specifically in this year, maybe Isaiah 58 and how that all ties in. Yeah, you know, we realized um, as as a board that God was really expanding our vision. Um, we've been able to focus on Northern Virginia and as survivors we serve are central to our location and in our communities. And we realized that God was creating a model here in Northern Virginia that he wanted to see replicated around the world. And so the board really felt like it was it was time to rebrand. Um, we felt like as we looked at things, we were really out of date as well. And it's such a long name, Northern Virginia Human Trafficking Initiative. And what, what happened, things came up that we didn't think about when we would write uh, rent checks for survivors. Um, we don't want um, human trafficking in our title. We don't want their landlords to know that they're survivors. Um, you know, when we go on outreach to the sex buyers and they say, who are you with? Um, if we mention human trafficking, they're not going to stop and talk to us. So there were just a lot of things uh, that made us realize that we needed to change. And as a board, as we prayed into it, really, it took months and months. And the, the one word that the entire board could agree on was the word reset. Now, this was in 2019. And so um, we felt like it, it really correlated with 
what God wanted to do, the reset God wanted to do in the survivors who are referred to us, the reset God wants to do in the sex buyers that we pray with on sex buyer outreach and give a sexually addicted um, resources to them so they can be set free. And that reset God wants to do in our own communities to educate us, to equip us to identify human trafficking and eradicate it. Yeah. So here we are. Now there you go. It sounds like 180. As, yeah, as you've, as you've gone over time, Amen. the mission is still the same, but you get more clarity and, and more focus. Yeah. And, and one of the things that you've recently done was completed a case study on the impact of these illicit massage businesses in Fairfax yeah. County this year. Could you talk a little bit about for for again? You mentioned some people don't even believe it exists, and it exists a lot in these massage businesses in Fairfax and, and around the Washington yeah. Metro area. What you learned and how what you learned then affected some of the things that you're now doing. Right. So, because of my work on the the regional task force that was started by um, law enforcement by the Attorney General's office, we learned about the just the prevalence of illicit massage businesses really across the nation and how they were coming up all over Northern Virginia. And so we learned that these women, um, we've only seen Asian, uh, mostly, mostly from China and Korea, South Korea, were pipelined through Flushing, New York, um, and sent out to the different states on the East Coast and Northern Virginia um, really being one of them. And so we decided um, the reason that that they could exist in Northern Virginia and in our different counties is because the county ordinances um, did not, weren't up to par to, to, you know, they were almost welcoming them into the county. And so we realized that in order for the board of supervisors in these counties to realize that this was a problem, that we needed to do a study. And so we started in Fairfax County because they have the most. Every county in Northern Virginia has illicit massage businesses, but we started with Fairfax. And um, the study was based on 18 Alyssa massage businesses that we put cameras up in in public areas. And so we recorded over a 24 hour period and the data we came up with was really amazing. Um, One, there's 85 to 100 Alyssa massage businesses in Fairfax County alone with 558 sex buyers visiting the Alyssa massage businesses daily. Mm. Now, Let let me just say, every time I say that, that surprises me, that number, Um, 558 men purchasing sex in illicit massage businesses, and that does not count other venues, um, which are known to to have more commercial sex, hotels, motels, residences, townhouses, you know, different types of brothels. And so it's incredible, 170 um, victim workers, and that's a low estimate. That's saying that there's two women in each location. Um, And, you know, one victim worker provides sexual services to 1,200 men per year. 
Wow. And you wonder why they're traumatized. Yeah. And so how's that affected as you learn from those things now, uh, how you're approaching this mission that you have? Yeah. So we started doing outreach to the women first, um, really trying to talk with the women. In fact, I'm about to um, take a Korean pastors out uh, to some illicit massage businesses, or we call them IMBs for short, um, because they're interested in doing outreach to the women and they're Korean. So they'll, they'll really be able to relate to the culture and speak their language. And I'm so excited to do that. But as we would do outreach with the women, we would see the sex buyers, you know, drive up. We would see, you know, in their car, car seats, which told mm. us they're family men. Um, and at first, I'm not going to lie, we were, we were angry at these men. And as we continued to pray, God really broke our hearts for these men because they are held captive by the enemy um, just as much as the women. And so we started a sex buyer outreach. And to date, we've had 150 grace-filled conversations with on this sex buyer outreach. And so we just... Um, we love being able to go out there to be Jesus, to not judge them, meet them where they are, be honest about struggles that we have and, you know, tell them that there is somebody that can set them free. I know in conversations that I've had uh, with you before in person, Kay, and also I've heard you speak more than a few times about this, that um, Reset 1A is passionate, um, not only in helping people, um, who are on the supply end, uh, and I, I don't like to use the economic terms there because people are an economy, but I think people are, they're, they're familiar with those ideas that who are making the sex available, but also the people who are wanting it, that there's, there's, there's both those issues. And I, I really just appreciate um, the compassion uh, that you have in understanding both in, because it's certainly not easy, but it's a great example of what the gospel looks like. The gospel isn't easy. Uh, there's a lot of messiness to it and it's, it's grace. It's as a friend of mine would say, often it's right. scandalous grace and reaching yeah. in that way. Now, when I look at your website, there's, uh, both what I'd like to say, a, a reactive and a proactive aspect to it. Proactive specifically through this idea that prevent is one of the pillars of your mission. Mm -hmm. How do you work then to educate the public? I mean, you're educating us right now. So that's obviously one of the ways that we do it yeah. um, about what's going on. And, and how have you seen that as you've worked with maybe pastors or work with other people, really help people uh, change their view and give some benefit to affecting this big issue here? Yeah. And before we move on from the sex fire outreach yeah. team, I just want to say that even fits in with the prevention pillar, mm -hmm. yeah. because I can tell you that most of the time, as we stand out in front of these Alyssa massage businesses and talk to these men, they usually don't go in. Mm. Um, and we had one gentleman who um, he was, he was going to be stubborn, went in and, you know, the, I just, I think the Holy Spirit's conviction he came out five minutes later and basically said, well, I hope you're happy <laughs> sort of thing. So and, did and you I say, yeah, say, we are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, we, it, it's an amazing testimony actually, but I just, I want to add that anybody can go on sex bar outreach with us. Mm. All you have to do is go on our website, um, send the email to 
the sex buyer outreach email, mm -hmm. get on that emailing list. Anybody can go. You don't even have to have a background check to go with us and just be part of what God is doing. Yeah, Men, and that's a women, just as long as you're an adult. And that's a great reminder for those who don't know your website. We'll talk about it again in a little bit, but it is now yeah. www.reset180 and 180 is yeah. all the numerals 180.com. That's, right. that's reset180.com is where you can go there. Now you've alluded to it a few times already that there's some the common misconceptions um, about sex trafficking and sex addiction. I think one you've already mentioned is there's sort of idea that this not happening in my backyard. We all like to right. sort of put blinders on. Um, mm -hmm. But what are maybe some other things that people, when they, they think about this concept of, of sex trafficking and sex addiction, uh, that they just, they just have a misconception around? Well, we have one, I'll, I'll use a quote from a survivor that we served for, for quite a while. She um, had started going and taking college classes and, and they were talking about how only the homeless um, were being trafficked or the runaways. And she said, you know, I just want everybody to know that this can happen to anybody. She was raised in a, you know, well-educated middle-class family and she was trafficked by a family member. Mm. And so I think that is a huge myth that what traffickers do is they look for where a person is vulnerable and they exploit that vulnerability, what it, whatever it is, whether they were abused as a child um, whether they did, don't have a father in the home and they're really looking for that father figure, um, you know, whatever the vulnerability is, and then they exploit it for profit. I mean, because it, let's be honest, it's all about them making money. Yeah. One of the aspects that I know have been on your vision for a good long time is now beginning to, to come to fruition at some level. Uh, in creating a housing center for victims. And you've actually been gifted some land to do this. So would you talk about a little bit what you mean by housing center for victims? What are the plans? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, what are you doing to prepare for the task ahead? Yeah, you know, that has been, that has been a huge gap. It's a nationwide gap, honestly. But here in Northern Virginia, it's just a huge gap in services. Many times, um, we have to send a survivor off to another state just because there isn't a, you know, a housing program specifically for survivors of trafficking. And so it's, it's been our mission for a couple of years to work up to that. And what that will look like is, first of all, we'll have a group home um, for adult females in which they can come, they can stay for a year, and it's just to get them stabilized. Um, yeah. it's, they, what they face is PTSD, complex trauma. And we also know that you, they have to feel safe before they can actually start to heal and start to grow. Yeah. Now, if someone's hearing about this mission, it's like, I really resonate this. I know there's probably some more fundraising mm -hmm. to do. There's some things to do. How can, how can people respond, whether it's monetarily or if they can't help monetarily, you know, how, how can they help in some ways during this time? Yeah, we, you know, we can't do this. We need the community to partner with us um, to take care of these survivors, to do this important work in our community. And you can visit reset180.com and click our donate button. I mean, just $25 helps provide groceries for a survivor in crisis. 50 to $100 helps us get them clothing. 
when they are recovered from a situation and have nothing except clothes on their back. And so any amount is extremely helpful. People can also volunteer, you know, go on our website again, reset180.com. We have, we have created a culture of prayer. And so if you are a prayer warrior, if you love to pray, we would love to have you on our prayer team. Um, But just there's a volunteer link on our website, just fill out that application and that starts the volunteer process. That's great. You know, I mean, we've only got a few minutes left and we could probably talk about your advocation to legislative change. And so you're you're working on that. And if people want to know more about that, I'm just going to encourage them again to, to get a hold of you at reset180.com. But right. one of the things that I, again, you've talked about over and over again, that people have this misconception. And, and one of the reasons I think in my life, when I preaching or teaching or connecting with people, one of the ways I drive a truth home lots of times is through stories. And we'd love to hear a story mm-hmm. about impact. And so you know, could you talk about maybe in our last few minutes or so, obviously without giving names or those sort of things, sure. uh, a survivor story, how God's brought Reset 180 alongside and, mm-hmm. and the change that's happened because people like Reset 180 in the organization and people that help with that organization has shown the good news of the gospel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have so many amazing stories that I could share. I think right now my thoughts are on a 14 year old who, um, again, she really just wanted some attention. She was a teenager and um, she had a boy who um, started grooming her and she didn't know that he was in a gang and um, had a debt that he owed the gang, the local gang. And so he started forcing her, um, trapped her and started forcing her to sell her body. Mm -hmm. And um, she was held, held captive in the, in the, home, I'll say home, um, for quite a while and was able to, to run, to escape and, um, called law enforcement. And so we were able, they referred her to us. We surrounded her. First thing we always do is create a safety plan. Again, safety is so important. These are victims of crime. And so we, um, you know, we start out just getting them in a safe place getting the essentials they need, the food. When's the last time you ate? Many times it's been days. And um, proper clothing, just really praying with them, loving them, and they're just seeing them grow yeah. and, and heal. And then so many times they want to turn around and help others. And it's we're so honored to, to do this work. And Every day we see God moving through these survivors. It's amazing. Okay. I just want to thank you for taking time to come on again and sharing the vision of Reset 180, but more importantly for Reset 180, doing uh, the hands and feet of Jesus, uh, reaching out uh, in this way. Uh, as we prepare for the new years or right here on the precipice of it, it's, it's a good reminder that things aren't always what we see with our eyes, but ask for spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to see and to hear what God wants us to see and to hear, especially when it comes about fighting against Uh, the powers of evil, but also the positive aspect of sharing the good news of the gospel through both action, deed, and word. Right, Dennis? Amen. Kay, thank you so much again for being with us. It's I could probably listen to this all day. Um, We don't have all day, but thank you so much for being with us. Hey, folks, if you want some more information, you can go to reset180.com. That's reset180.com. 
1-800-GOOD-NEWS-180.com. Or if you want to hear it again, listen to it again, I would urge you to do so, by the way, goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or want more information, I can get you in touch with some folks. You can call me at the station at 703-807-2266. So thank you for joining us today. We'll see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.